0: You're mentioning something patriotic.
1: Oh, yeah. All those United States flags. They are everywhere.
0: Today I'm sitting with a good friend of mine, Uli. He is from Germany. It's his first time in the New World, or the United States more specifically. Welcome.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Uli was also a regular participant in the Raukotsimmer despite his... not Non-smoking? hmm And what I want to ask you today is essentially what your first impressions of the US have been as coming from Germany, and then maybe some expectations you might have before you embark on a long road trip, which you're about
1: to, to do tomorrow. So my expectations were uh, met at the uh, airport in Munich when there were... Uh a long list of questions of the nice uh, lady who asked me about my uh, occupations, uh, about my what I wanted to do, to do uh, in at the United States, who I do know. Trying to figure out if you are a terrorist or not. It was the same as the ESTA uh, formulation, mm-hmm. which asked some questions about are you going to commit a crime or are you a terrorist? Really uh,
0: clever things to weed out a lot of the bad apples.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And this in the questionnaire was about the same ballpark. You were mentioning to me earlier today, but what
0: are some of the things that have stood, a couple things that have stood out to you? No, it doesn't have to be all, but just maybe
1: two or three highlights. The first highlight for me was uh, the toilets. Okay. So explain that a little. Yeah, we, we talked about it in Germany. Mm-hmm. Our toilets do work differently. They flush, but uh, the flush is uh, something uh, completely different and uh, here it looks like uh, all the content is uh, sucked into the tubes. Whereas in Germany it is um, somehow waved down.
0: Like, yeah, sort of, I don't want to say wafted, but yeah, just kind of um, instead of being more sucked, it's more just kind of like drowned.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the Second thing was, right this morning, when I went shopping for breakfast, Mm -hmm. I wanted to uh, know where the jam was located at the store, and uh, I went uh, to the lady in front, and uh, I asked her plainly, can you tell me where the jam is, and she said, how are you doing, and uh, So you were being German, trying to be very direct. You knew what you needed and you asked for it. I wanted to go by to do my business. Mm -hmm. She wanted to know how my day was. And did you answer her? Of course, I did. It was a nice uh, little talk. Not too deep, but uh, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Also this morning, uh, um, I went uh, by a man who uh, was repairing his door. And he shut it for me because he blocked uh, the uh, walkway. Yeah, the walkway. Yeah, the yeah, sidewalk. The sidewalk. He just asked, "How are you doing?" <laughs> That's uh, that are uh, some uh, funny uh, distinctions um, that you don't find in Europe somewhere That you don't find in Europe, yes.
0: And what's uh, maybe another highlight? You were mentioning something somewhat patriotic to me. Oh
1: yeah. That was uh, the first thing I... I, uh, the really first thing uh, I saw at uh, the airport. All those United States flags. And they are everywhere. Not just at the airport. Not just at the airport, not just on uh, some flagpoles or something like that. They are literally printed on every card of a train. Yeah, and here in Chicago on the L-trains, oh. every train has
0: a sticker of the American flag, which yeah. I had never noticed just because, you know, I'm living the propaganda yeah. <laughs> that I'm just kind of inundated with it. But coming from the outside, this really sticks out. Yeah.
1: And not only the uh, L-trains, also every bus from the uh, Chicago transport system.
0: And and many of the buildings also have a flag on them. Okay,
1: that 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 is uh, you you can see this uh, also in some European countries, as in France or uh, in Sweden. Okay, yeah, that that's not so uh, different. But every public transportation transportation system does have an American flag. Even the uh, guys who work for a normal security firm. Have on their uniform somewhere the American flag.
0: That is, I think that is a fairly unique American, at least the places I've been, unique to America, just the pervasive nature of the flag.
1: As if you have to be reminded that that you are in the US. Yeah, at all times. At all times,
0: yes. You have to remind it all that freedom that you get.
1: Yeah, Yeah. maybe.
0: And then, yeah, maybe pick One more highlight, or maybe two, or maybe not highlight, but yeah, one more kind of thing that that struck you that maybe either you were expecting or just you find quite different
1: from from Germany. I didn't expect Chicago to be such a nice town. Yeah. Every corner has really something uh, unique on it. I think some people even here who don't visit Chicago
0: would be surprised by actually that it's a really charming city that has a lot of amenities.
1: And it's uh, really great to see all the buildings and all the uh, art about it. Mm -hmm. When we took the tour, it uh, was made clear that there was a system behind it. That the city is not just built by some uh, rich guys who um, just wanted to have tall buildings. But every building has a story. Mm -hmm. That is uh, something... Really nice to see, yeah, coming from Germany, where every bully also has a story, but uh, sometimes it's hundreds of years old, so yeah.
0: so it becomes more less of a story and more of a legend, maybe yeah that's true and uh so now you're about to embark on a road trip I am you'll be going south kind of route sixty six direction, stopping in St. Louis, the Ozarks, and then up through iowa and maybe minnesota maybe what are some things that you want to see for sure and what do you think you're going to discover about uh the heartland american heartland
1: that you say american heartland yeah (laughs) uh, something uh very specific normally those uh states i'm going to visit are called the flyover states i've heard that's correct yeah i really don't Know what to expect first because uh, all my expectations uh, weren't met here uh, in Chicago. Oh, there you go, it was uh, quite nice. <laughs> so now you can just even the food was good. <laughs> good. So now you can just kick back and, and take whatever comes. Yeah, and uh, I'm curious about how the uh, people are if they are really as um, stuck back oh like um maybe backwards or yeah backwards as um anticipated by europeans mm-hmm. in europe only the uh, coast uh, areas are uh, seen as um like cultured maybe cultured and uh, also uh liberal
0: yeah so it'll be interesting for you to for you to meet some of these people along the way and absolutely. So now uh, we're going to break here, I think, and we will have a a report back to us after your your journey.
1: And I'm pretty curious about the things I'm going to see, and also I am want to see the lens side. Yeah. Even the Ozarks should be really nice.
0: It should be. And it might be interesting for you coming from Germany, just the amount of space you'll cover and the kind of like very sparsely populated areas where you're used to going through a densely area. And there are some, there are some areas without much going on. Um, but in general, the the distances you travel here before you really reach other large centers of, yeah. of population is, is much further. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, thanks. And uh, we look forward to the debrief. We do. See you. All right, we are back with Uli. Welcome back.
1: Thank you very much.
0: He has now returned from his 1,800-mile road trip.
1: That's right, 1,800 miles or 2,800 kilometers.
0: For all our European listeners out there.
1: I hope you have not only European listeners and it's uh, just the U.S. counting in miles. So
0: That's right. So, uh, we're going to kind of recap some of your highlights from your first time in the U.S. Last time we talked about Chicago, maybe kind of some of the your thoughts going into your trip. The first place on your stop was St. Louis. Can you kind of go through uh, some of the highlights of St. Louis?
1: I can. St. Louis is a highly Catholic community. Community, I think so, yeah. There's the Archbishopry the, of the Diocese, of uh, St. Louis and the cathedral is really really nice.
0: You mentioned it because it was reminiscent of some European cathedrals even.
1: Yeah it is. Also I saw the the big arch uh, which is uh, a monument for the travels of the settlers to the west.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah the, the gateway of the west I think it's, yeah. it's called.
1: And uh, also uh, there were some mentions of the uh, battle between the English and the settlers in, I think, 1796 or something like that?
0: Perhaps. The Revolutionary War was in 1776.
1: seventy-six. Seventy-six, Yeah, and it, it was a battle which was fought farthest in the West. So. Okay.
0: Oh, the furthest Western battle in that yeah. war. Oh, interesting. You also went to a really nice museum there.
1: Yeah, the uh, Missouri History Museum. Okay. Which was quite nice. It is built on the former Jefferson uh, Memorial. Oh, interesting. Which was part of a World Fair of uh, 1904.
0: Okay. I didn't realize they had one in in St. Louis as well.
1: Me neither, until I went there. (laughs) So, what I found uh, most interesting was they went to court with uh, Jefferson.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. W- regarding what?
1: He was the one of the authors of the um, Declaration of Independence, mm-hmm. but was a slave owner, and he didn't see anything wrong in it. Having uh, written the Declaration of Independence for all the, the people...
0: All men are created equal.
1: All men are created equal and uh, was still a slave owner. Till the end of his life, also... Um, he did negotiate the Louisiana Purchase mm-hmm. in 1803, which which was huge for the U.S. expansion. A huge chunk of the middle of the uh, United States were purchased from the uh, French.
0: I believe every state you were in on your travels was part of that purchase.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Because I think everything carved up from Louisiana up through... Illinois into Minnesota and then over all the way to even Nebraska and some of those yeah. states.
1: One of these things was uh, that uh, the French did have good relations with the Native Americans and those rights they the uh, Native Americans had were disregarded uh, in the Louisiana Purchase. Oh, interesting. That was one of the things which were displayed all around the Jefferson Memorial. He's still sitting on a marble seat there, but all around him, uh, all the things, he the good and the bad stuff he has uh, done for the U.S. were displayed. And that was quite a revelation for me.
0: Which is also good to keep in mind and not to overly valorize him, but also not to just focus on the the negative, but that you keep all the... the both the good and the bad like you said in mind to ignore some of those contributions to the rights of certain people as well as negatively for others
1: yeah absolutely
0: and then you went on to the ozarks
1: i went on to the ozarks which was a completely different experience it was pretty hard to get to the lakes the ozarks is a lake plateau i would say Mm -hmm. combined of one large lake who has uh, many arms, but all, nearly all of the access uh, to the lake itself is privatized. So it's pretty hard to get to the lake itself.
0: Yeah, that was a surprising to me. I've never been there myself, but that it wasn't... You kind of think of such the uh, famous area and the large lake area. I just, in my mind, think of it more like... Chicago where the lakefronts all for the public. Yeah. But yeah, it's it, in some ways then not surprising once you told that to me, but I had just very different ideas of what it would be like to to visit the Ozarks.
1: Yeah, for me for me as well. And uh the thing was uh, I I've just uh, to a small portion of the, uh, this uh, huge lake system, but it, it is the most mentionable and the most uh, populated area, but hmm. yeah, there was a nice park Called the Ozark National, no, not National Park, but uh, the Ozark Park
0: or State Park, maybe state or
1: park. something. It was a state park uh, where a public beach area was, and uh, also some nice-looking um, walking trails.
0: And on on your way out of the Ozarks, you uh, up to Iowa, you stopped in a redneck bar. You you mentioned I
1: did. It was this, uh, I don't know the city, the name of the city. It was a uh, Pretty small town, which has no future, it seems. Um, There there were so many shops which uh, were just deserted.
0: okay. A lot of rural America has suffered the last, you know, few decades.
1: Obviously. And I went uh, to this bar because there were so many cars in front of it. Because it was lunchtime and uh, I thought, okay... The amount of cast says um, it uh, has to be a good place to eat.
0: And uh, did it meet all the cliches that you think of a redneck bar?
1: It did, totally. There were two pool tables uh, in it, and people played with it and uh, uh, on it, and uh, they did smoke in there. In there, it was uh, quite something. I don't. We really know anymore.
0: Yeah, we we looked it up later, and apparently in in Missouri you can still smoke in in bars. Yeah,
1: and also, but um, the burger was was, was nice. Oh, that's I, good. That, yeah, it's why I came. <laughs> so.
0: And the uh, the cigarettes were they also nice? Uh,
1: let me say it this way: after I uh, came out of this uh, bar. I didn't smell the smoke on my clothes. Oh, so
0: they had good ventilation there. They had good
1: ventilation, obviously. Therefore, it didn't bother me.
0: Yeah, and then um, we'll move on a little bit, unless there's any final thing you want to say kind of about that trip area to the Ozarks?
1: No, it was uh, a part of uh, the US which had nearly no infrastructure. There was large, huge kinds of roads going in one direction and you for minutes you didn't see any other car or something like that. Oh yeah. It was pretty desolated.
0: Yeah, that's not uncommon for that area, I think. And then when you got up to Iowa, we stayed with my family some, and yeah. so you kind of got a a local more of a local perspective than a tourist perspective maybe.
1: I think so. And it was it was nice meeting your family. It was a quite a nice experience.
0: And there we we spent the Fourth of July. Yeah any any thoughts about your first Fourth of July here?
1: Yeah, I can, I can tell you plainly, it was like uh, the German carnival.
0: Oh yeah, because we went to the parade and the fireworks. And
1: yeah, the fireworks was was something was something different. Meeting in uh, this area at the uh, church in the middle of nowhere.
0: Yeah, we we went out to uh, a small town in. Outside of Des Moines. Yeah. And it was in a Baptist church's kind of parking lot, playground area.
1: And all the people had their, um, camping chairs on on there and uh, some blankets. And this part was really, really nice, I think.
0: Yeah, it was a very relaxed feel. It was
1: very relaxed. There was uh, nothing going, um, yeah. The the children uh, played at the playground, had some, um, Slow sticks, slow sticks around them, and um, made uh, chains out of them. It was a nice experience. Yeah, yeah. But it was the night before Fourth uh, of July.
0: That's correct. On the third, we we went out there.
1: Yeah. And it was maybe the the beginning of uh, the festivities of Fourth uh, of July. I I'd say. Yeah,
0: yeah some places will do it on the third, and then a lot of them on the fourth. So we ended out as you were embarking, uh, as were we on the 5th, we ended out kind of calling in earlier night on, on the 4th, yeah. so kind of did the later fireworks uh, on the 3rd there.
1: Yeah, it was it was quite a nice experience. It was a nice festivity for children and parents and um, it was nice. And uh, the same was, uh, it was with the 4th of July, mm-hmm. I'd say. It's like Carnival. You, uh, the, you have a parade where local schools and businesses parade in, and also some religious groups like the American Sikhs. The Sikhs, yeah. It was uh, quite nice to see so many in Des Moines, mm-hmm. and also the fire department. And stuff. It, it was like carnival, and oh, they gave uh, sweets to the uh, children. Yeah, a lot of candy, candy, and uh, to your wife. Uh,
0: yeah, I was instructed to to bring back some candy, so that was my my task that yeah. I was given.
1: I think you did it well. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, one
0: of the ladies was an older woman was helping me get some candy as yeah. uh,
1: also. But uh, the all around experience was like carnival. A group parading and uh, other groups cheering to them.
0: There were probably a few more American flags, though, than at Carnival. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, yeah. But it was nice. Yeah. Uh, and then from there, you drove up to
1: Minnesota. I drove up to Minnesota. I did.
0: Uh, maybe briefly mention New Ulm.
1: Yeah, of course. I went to New Ulm. It, it advertises itself like as the uh, most German city in the
0: U.S., Oh, is that how they advertise themselves? Yeah,
1: they do. And it was not all bad. They didn't put all the um, work around uh, the Oktoberfest or something like that. They don't advertise them as a Bavarian town. They have German traditions here and there. They ha- they had a ice parlor, which called, it was called Ice, A-E-S.
0: Oh, yes. Spelled like the German ice.
1: Spelled like the German ice. They had spaghetti ice there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I also saw that they have their you sent me that picture that it says Herman the German presents Germans have more fun. Yeah, <laughs> and you went there because
1: I went there because of the uh, Herman mo- Monument, and uh, this is a replica of the original Herman Denkmal uh, at uh, Detmold, mm-hmm. which is placed in the Teutoburger uh, Forest, uh, in which the um, Germans fought the Romans in 09 after, uh, year nine, year nine AD, after yeah. Yeah, so that's the same memorial.
0: I'll recap real quickly. So the yeah. Germans, I believe it was in maybe like the 1850s, built this memorial kind of in a sort of a cultural, let's say, clash or a culture war with, with France. At least that's what I read. There, there this was, yeah, also... it was
1: in the uh, 1870s. Okay, 1870s. Yeah.
0: And then I think it was just 20 years later that people in New Ulm built theirs, this German community that obviously was quite still close with the German heritage. heritage yeah. yeah, absolutely. yeah. And they did a pretty good job replicating it. They did. There are subtle differences, but it looks pretty good.
1: Also, there was uh, directly in, in the uh, direct neighborhood, there was the... Um, Martin Luther College. Oh, really? Totally in the direct neighborhood. You have just have to cross the street from the memorial, and then there's a college for students, the theology of Martin Luther.
0: So actually, when you were mentioning it's not Bavarian, that this area is more reflective of maybe German Lutheranism and Protestantism, whereas... Maybe. In the U.S., a lot of the German... Let's say cliches derived from Bavaria, the Lederhosen and Maasbier.
1: You saw some some T-shirts displayed in the main street of New Ulm with some Lederhosen, but that's all. That was probably for the tourists or something. But in general, it was a, a German heritage and built city.
0: And was were there any of the architectural remnants of Germany, or does it look pretty much like a standard U.S. uh, Town.
1: It did look like a normal U.S. town. Okay. But the um, entrance sign of this city said, Willkommen in New Ulm. Okay.
0: Do they spell New like English? N E W. -W Oh, yeah. yeah. And so for anybody listening, it's New Ulm spelled U L M. It's a small little town in uh, Minnesota.
1: Yeah. Around 90 uh, miles. Southeast of Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis.
0: And then, uh, speaking of Minneapolis, the Twin Cities was your final destination? Yeah,
1: they, it was, yeah.
0: And let's get, uh, yeah, what are your, you, you decided to stay in St. Paul.
1: I decided to stay in St. Paul, Yeah. And, and I will
0: say, uh, we should also mention that there is a, you were following the advice primarily of a German uh, Traveler's Guide. Traveler's Guide, that's right, and they recommended St. Paul is a, is a better place to stay when visiting. Yeah. And would you say overall that the Travel Guide, this is, just a slight um, um, detour, but traveling into so many places, are you really, did you use that travel guide a lot?
1: I did use it in the main cities of uh, St. Louis and Minneapolis and St. Paul, yes. Also New Rome, but Iowa was mentioned in it.
0: Was not? Was not. Okay, yeah. Also,
1: they barely touched the Ozarks, so...
0: So there were some gaps, certainly. Yeah, absolutely. For the areas they did have was uh, the, what do you call it, tourist book? It's like a travel guide. Did they have some tips in there that you wouldn't have necessarily found online, for instance? Like for for people who are going to travel, yeah. would you recommend a travel guide or do you think with Google searches and stuff you can get a good, uh, a similar amount of information, good information? I did use it to
1: to plot my stays at the town, the cities. Therefore, it was Good to to have a reference.
0: Oh, like it'll recommend which part of the city to stay in. Yeah.
1: Okay. Also, uh, what you have to see to uh, get a good image of uh, the city.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah.
1: Therefore, um, I think Google uh, Maps or something like that, or a Google Search, just shows you what there is, but not the, not particularly the. Importance of it.
0: Yeah, you might find a list of like ten things to see in St. Louis, but this book has probably someone curating it a little more and saying these yeah. are the these are the real historical iconic things that you need to see.
1: Yeah, and that, I think um, the book did it pretty well. Okay. For example, I knew I had to see the Missouri um, History Museum mm-hmm. in St. Louis. Also, wandering around the Arch Park and see the um, cathedral. And the same it was with uh, St. Paul, and they uh, advertised the uh, Fort Snelling. It was, it was an old fort um, built in uh, 1820 at the banks uh, of the uh, Minnesota River and the, and uh, incoming the um, Mississippi. Mississippi? Yeah, and that was just uh, a good experience to see uh, how um, America did um, kind of fortify or secure yeah, the secure the lands yeah. for themselves yeah. Also, it was a, a remarkable uh, place and a memorial place for the Dakota Indian War. Oh yes, uh, which took place in the eighteen thirties or forties, I think.
0: Last uh, before
1: the um, Civil War. Civil War, yes.
0: And then other, yeah. What else in the Twin Cities was uh, a standout for you?
1: The Standout for me was being in the uh, Ozarks and having having no, no access to the uh, banks of the lakes. Yeah. The Mississippi River was reachable. There were parks around it, like a bit like we call them in Germany. We call them own. like um
0: promenade kind of a thing.
1: Like a promenade kind of thing, and also um a thing where the river can. Widen itself if needed, if there's a flood or something like that. Oh, yes. So that nothing is uh, going to be taken over by the river. It yes. It can broaden its,
0: uh, its banks. Its banks, yes. Oh, yeah. So, and that's so you're saying in St. Paul, you liked having the access, access to, to, the, to, the, to the river
1: banks. Yes. Yeah.
0: And it seems, you know, for me, almost. uh Natural that the natural resources should be able to and beauty should be able to be shared by the public and not privatized.
1: Absolutely, it's the same with me. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that that's that's good. So any let maybe summarize just your final thoughts here. You're towards the end of your two weeks uh, U.S. trip. Uh, Any yeah sort of summary final thoughts.
1: Everybody was really really nice. If I'm I've I've mentioned I came from Germany to there was always help around oh, you have to see this, and how was your trip, and uh, stuff, and so it was really uh, nice to see that being a German doesn't mean you're a bad person. Okay. (laughs) First of all, no, and also the um, countryside is so huge, and it is quite an experience just driving through there. Having a speed limit is quite nice. Yeah, you actually compared, compared to Germany, which
0: is strange, just generally Germans love the freedom that they of the the autobahn. You know, the n- yeah. no speed limit in certain areas.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Most of the Germans say they, they would support a, a um,
0: Oh, oh speed limit. A speed limit, yes. So, because you you mentioned then, yeah, going back to some of our discussion uh, before, that actually having the speed limit, you felt. Was more relaxed driving.
1: Absolutely, you, uh, you set your cruise control. Cruise control to the uh, to the seventy five miles per hour. You can you are allowed to drive, and then you drive it. And there are also the assholes which are uh, sticking yeah. to your uh, bumpers. Yeah, but um, there are fewer of them than in Germany.
0: Oh, where they're wanting to go fast and they're impatient.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, there's also a phrase like hugging the bumper, but um, yeah. tailgating.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it sounds a good. It's a good word, right? Yes. Yeah, and yeah, it was nice. Even the the last trip of six hours of driving, which was a huge chunk of just driving to get here back back here to the uh, to uh, Chicago, was not so tiresome as I can imagine.
0: Oh, yeah. So it actually was pretty good experience, or, or it went rather smoothly.
1: Yeah. For example, I, when I visited you at uh, Oberkunersdorf, I had to drive all the way back, which was also around uh, six hours. It was, it was more tiresome. Oh, definitely. interesting. Yeah.
0: What he's referring to is, I used to live in eastern Germany, and he came out to visit once, and then had to essentially drive across, straight across Germany yeah. to get back to west Germany that's it all right well thanks for sharing your experiences
1: thank you for having me
0: and uh with that we'll sign off
1: goodbye